This edition of Steve Adubato Uncut, the podcast, has been made possible by ADP, TD Bank, and by Choose New Jersey. We're joined once again by our good friend Tom Bergeron, owner and editor of ROI and Jay, one of our media partners. How you doing, Tom? All good, Steve. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, Tom, uh, a while back we had a, a conversation, a virtual forum called New Jersey's Economic Future in Uncertain Times. We had Assemblywoman Ileana Pinter-Marin, the chair of the Assembly Budget uh, Committee, Steve Orojo, Senator Orojo, Republican Budget Chair, um, and Budget Officer, excuse me, and also John Harmon, founder, president, and CEO, African-American Chamber of Commerce in New Jersey. This first question that we are about to throw to uh, the clip from the conversation talks about incentives in New Jersey. Why was that so important? Because so many people who wrote to us, Tom, leading up into this, in this forum that Tom and I co-moderated, they wanted to know about that. Why is that important? Well, look, we're, we're an expensive place to live, an expensive place to do business. So businesses are going to want a quote-unquote incentive, which is another word of saying a tax break, to come here to bring their jobs here. Why is it important? It's important to us because it helps us balance the scale with other states who also have incentives. So it's it's just the way of life of doing business. As long as some people have incentives, we're going to need to have them. Absolutely. And by the way, setting this up again, State of Affairs together with ROINJ. And by the way, we'll put up ROINJ's website so you can find out more information. And we, we partnered to do this forum. And I will tell you, it was so interesting. So many people, not just those who participated in the panel, but those who were listening online and who had questions, they really care deeply about our economic future. So uh, on that note, Tom and I talking to two members of the state legislature, one Democrat, one Republican who matter greatly, and also John Harmon, the chair um, and CEO of the African-American Chamber of Commerce. Let's go to the clip. Everyone complains about Jersey and we're expensive, but that's not a secret. I don't think that holds people back. I think people want to come to New Jersey and companies want to come to New Jersey because we're a highly educated state. We have a tremendous workforce. We are a, a <clears throat> state, which means that we can get to anywhere at any time uh, of the day. And I think that we have a lot to offer. Coming out of this pandemic, we, we've all been innovative because if without innovation, you'd be dead in the water, right? So who are the targets? Who are gonna be in a line to participate Every trough uh, of, of opportunity and resources, black and brown people should be the first partakers in partnership with others. And that's mm. how we get a more balanced, a more equitable economy. And I would say that's where we're pushing hard right now. The EDA, I give Tim Sullivan credit in his team. They're always trying to figure it out. I, but I think they're off to an island sometime because everyone else, in the administration are not on the same page. That's what I that's what I'm saying. We okay. if we're gonna move this state in a more meaningful, equitable way, we need more people on the same page. I've been a sponsor of the economic incentive plans. The reason why I'd rather not have them is because we're so uncommitted. It's the only thing that gives us a seat at the table sometimes, as the chairwoman had said, we got great assets, we got a great location, we've got great workforce. We have great infrastructure which is mm. properly maintained. We just outpriced ourselves many, many years ago. Uh, and, you know, people will pay for value, but they won't overpay for value. So that was from the uh, virtual forum that Tom and I moderated. Tom, you know, you listen to Senator Orho on the back end talking about the role of government economic incentives. Here's the devil's advocate question. 
even in the age of COVID, those who argue for um, a pure capitalist system, let the marketplace dictate, that would mean that government wouldn't be involved in any way. There'd no, be no need for incentive. Let the marketplace decide. That doesn't always work, does it? It doesn't, although it brings up a good point. Let me, let me raise this angle with you, Steve. The one thing about our incentive program that finally was passed, it was about a year or two in the making before it happened. So it already was a year or two old, but really it's a generation old. Because when we start talking about incentives, when we start to talk about coming here to work, everything that we've talked about in the past, I don't know that it necessarily implies, right? Now you're going to have to talk about where people want to work, Employees want people to work. Can they work from home? Can they work remotely? So that whole situation, all the things that New Jersey brings and, and that means so well, people have rethought the importance of that and re rethought what's important to them in their life. And I think that's going to dictate things even more than incentives. But back to the incentive question, it would be nice not to have them. But if our taxes are so high, we have to have them. You know, Tom just raised such a great point. Work itself where you work, how you work, the conditions under which you work, industries changing so rapidly that incentive programs have to correlate with them. And I believe the implied, if not the direct statement you're making, Tom, is government has a hard time keeping up with that pace. They're, they're way behind. And a lot of these incentive programs are geared towards the amount of jobs that are created. And now companies are saying, okay, well, where are these jobs going to be and how do we register them? Forget the whole argument about where I'm paying taxes because I'm living here and I'm working here. Situation. You now have another generation that might be working for you out of state because companies are realizing that we can get by with people all over the place. They never thought they could. That's the one thing COVID did. So now as companies are looking to move ahead, do they need expensive real estate in New Jersey? Should they take it somewhere? Wow. They need real estate anywhere. All of this is going to be thrown up in the air now and we'll have to see where it lands. So many, by the way, our producers are all over the place and they're not all, quote, in New Jersey, but we still function effectively. To Tom's point, by the way, Tom, the second clip we're going to go to from this forum called New Jersey's um, Economic Future in Uncertain Times, that ROI, together with State of Affairs, co-produced. This is vaccines and the impact on the economy, COVID vaccines. Boy, was this an important discussion. Let's throw to the clip. Senator Oroho, 50 percent, apparently, in the polls I've seen, uh, Republicans say they're resistant to the vaccine, the connection to the economy. Do you believe those Republicans and many Trump supporters who say, no, that they are hurting New Jersey's ability to move forward with the economy? Well, I, with, if the question's about vaccines, I encourage people to get vaccinated. Uh, the, the, you know, the issue about, you know, mandates and stuff like this, listen, we've educated people about the risks uh, if people are going to take the risk, but I do, I encourage people to get vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. But there's a connection between vaccine resistance or getting the vaccine and the New Jersey economy, right? There, there, there is, right? As, 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 far, as, as far as opening up quickly, but at the same time, yes. at the same time, at, well, but the, hold on, at the same time, we've been under this for a, a full year no, no, now. But, but, but Senator, understand the risk. But the problem is, right, we have appointments. People are not rushing anymore. There was a huge rush in the beginning to get it, and that's problematic. Is that hurting the New Jersey economy, Assemblywoman? I think it won't for the summer, but it might hurt them for the winter months. John Harmon, final words on it. Okay, Tom, go ahead. It's hurting the economy. Take the shot. Let's get this place moving. Yes. Tom, what do you want to say? 
I'm just going to say this has nothing to do with the economy. If anybody spends three seconds looking, reading, hearing, seeing about what's happening in India right now, and Oof. still says they're not interested in a vaccine, boy, you can go to Tennessee. I mean, that's just, it, it's a its a catastrophe yes. uh, in some parts of the world. And there's no reason to think that that can't come back here. I mean, we watched what happened in Italy and we didn't believe that's it. That's right. And it did. There's no reason that this can't, you know, and then you see what's going on in Israel where they have a huge number of people vaccinated and how they're getting back out there. If you just look at what's going on in India, oh my gosh, um, go get vaccinated. Absolutely. Senator, final word, go ahead. I have no problem with, 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 with the vaccine whatsoever. I encourage people to get vaccinated, but I also encourage the governor to help the economy <laughs> open up quicker. You know what, Senator, somehow I knew you were going to go there. I mean, talk about a compelling conversation about vaccines and the economy. Tom, so interesting in this last clip. Let's make it clear. We did this forum. We taped it, recorded it on the 28th of April. Subsequently, Governor Murphy made some very prominent announcements, important announcements, as we're even taping today on the 10th of May. Things are going to open up in many of the ways Senator Orho was proposing, correct? Absolutely. On the 19th, I think you're going to see as close to a back to normal situation as we've had. A lot of the outdoor regulations are going to be limited. A lot of the indoor stuff, we're going to go instead of capacity numbers, it's going to be safety numbers and six distancing. But even that, the governor has said he expects the CDC is going to change that. And quite frankly, I don't know how much any of that is being enforced anyway. So I think by the 19th, you're going to have a little bit of a back to normal situation. And then it's going to come down to two things. If we see incredible, as you've seen in other places, something's going to have to happen. Um, and two, how much our businesses going to be hurt by increased regulations. If you open, you must do A, B, C, and D. And then forgive me, a third one, can you find the workers to come back to help you pay? That's why Tom and I like working together, because that's the perfect segue to this. Michelle Sikirka, who is the president and, uh, of the CEO of the New Jersey Business and Industry Association. She wrote a piece that actually was published in ROI. New Jersey has a hiring crisis, and here are some ways to address it. There are a whole range of reasons that Michelle, who's been with us many times, talks about. She's saying that the unemployment payments to people, extending them into September, I believe the end of September, that's a disincentive. Talk about incentives. She argues that, and she's not the only one who argues, it's a disincentive for employees to actually work. Child care problems. We have a series called Reimagine Child Care. Child care problems. Um, how about these visas for, for workers, particularly in the Jersey Shore, et cetera, from, from other countries? Those visas are not coming through. Tom, I don't want to overcomplicate this, but that's a big issue. Get that signs all over. Help on it. Yeah, no, there's, there's going to be a couple of ways this comes out. I think you start with uh, the bottom level, the bedrock level, which is basic retail jobs, a lot of which are part-time jobs, a lot of which are filled by high school and college and, and recent grads and younger people. Are they willing to show up to get these jobs if they had qualified to get the extra incentive, the $300 a week? Why would they? Because the $300 a week is going to, to cover what they have first. So that's something that we need to look at to understand, are we incentivizing people to stay home? We did a story in ROI where we went to hiring day at Lowe's, and Lowe's, let's be clear, is not a, um, a, it's not a basic job. They're going to pay a little bit more than minimum wage. They had a good run of people coming in looking for work. So, so it's a combination of what type of job it is, can we fill it, where the incentive is, 
But right now, if you're paying people $300 a week extra, again, this isn't just 300, it's extra from what they're normally getting, that's gonna be hard to fill the nine, 10, 11, $12 an hour jobs, whatever, wherever the minimum wage lies now. And that also is combined with, as we said, with the childcare problem and, and workers from other countries coming in for seasonal work. And by the way, that's the, why, that's the reason why State of Affairs together with RI uh, co-facilitated, co-moderated, co-produced this forum on New Jersey's very uncertain economic future. Tom, let's make sure we do it again. That's Tom Bergeron from ROINJ, Steve Adubato. Um, Tom, thanks for joining us, my friend. Good to be here. You got it. Check us out next time.